This is Right From The Deep. I'm Karen Ball. And I'm Erin Taylor-Young. And this is the podcast from writers for writers, answering the question, why am I doing this? Right. As writers, editors, and a former literary agent, we're in the deep with you, encouraging you and equipping you to find your truest story in the deep places. Get our show notes and more, including a free audio download on how to safeguard your writer's heart at writefromthedeep.com. Hey, here's what's going on at Write From The Deep. First of all, thanks to our patrons on Patreon. You help make these podcasts possible. We could not do it without you. And if any of you out there want to add your support, visit patreon.com slash right from the deep. We'd sure appreciate it. And special thanks to our August sponsor of the month, Priscilla Shero. Thank you, Priscilla. She is working on her memoir called Bonked, Life, Love, <laughs> and Laughter with Traumatic Brain Injury, which we'll release with Redemption Press. And you can learn more about Priscilla at her website, PriscillaShero.com and it's P-R-I-S-C-I-L-L-A-S-H-A-R-R-O-W.com. And you can follow her blog for the TBI PTSD community. And it's my turn for the wonder. And here it is. I remembered something today. That, my (laughs) friends, is a wonder. It was something that I needed to do. It was to take care of something for when I travel in a couple of weeks. I kept telling myself to do it and I kept forgetting to do it. I'd get to the end of the day when the company that I needed to call, I mean, it's it's just oxygen, okay? I needed to get my oxygen concentrator set up at the place where I'll be staying in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's, you know, kind of like I still sleep with oxygen at night, so (laughs) it's important. important. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Don and I were in the car today and I looked at him and I said, I still need to call Lincare. So I called Lincare. And I got it taken care of, and I was so proud of myself. It's it's so often that that it's like within the last couple of days of a trip that I'm remembering to contact them, but I did it in plenty of time. It made me think about John 14, 26, where he says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. I love the idea that God will bring to our remembrance everything that has been said to us through the word, but he also brings to our remembrance things that we need, well, to remember. (laughs) And I love that about him, that he cares so much, that he helps us to do what we need to, to take care of ourselves. He's constantly watching and constantly working with us, even in our weaknesses. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And now... Here's the show. Hey guys, welcome to The Deep. We're so excited that you're here with us today. And we're even more excited because we have a guest, Tina Yeager. And we have a wonderful topic for you today. We're going to be talking about ta-da, creativity. Yes, creativity. When God created us, he imbued us with his creativity. And so we want to talk about what creativity is and how brain health relates to it. Indeed. So Tina Yeager is an award-winning author. She's an inspirational speaker and a life coach. She also hosts the Flourishment podcast and publishes Inspirations Online, a weekly devotional for writers. She's won over 30 writing awards, including a 2020 Golden Scroll Award. She's been licensed as a counselor since 2005 and has over 20 years of experience teaching parenting and writing skills, communication, 
Women's Inner Healing and Spiritual Growth. She holds a BA in Creative Writing and an MA in Counseling, and she just does so many other things, guys. <laughs> she does so many other things. And we're delighted to have her here with us again because we talked to her in February. That was episode 183. We talked about why writers get blocked when they're digging into difficult emotional areas. And so you might want to check that out as well. So again, we're happy for Tina to be here bringing her wisdom and experience. Welcome, Tina. Thank you so much, Erin and Karen. I am delighted to be back on the show. It's always an honor to chat with you. Well, we want to open with asking you, what does the deep mean to you? Well, the last time I had a different verse that I focused on, but today I really felt led to bring up 1 Corinthians chapter 2, specifically verses 10 and 11, where it says, the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. I just really felt like getting deep in with the spirit today was going to flow along with that line of becoming creatives created in the image of a creator. Mm, I love that. Yeah, that's really good. Deep things of God. Cool. Well, okay, so let's jump in to creativity. What would you say creativity even is? How, How would you define that? Creativity breathes life into all of our human experiences. It is not Mm. just art. That's what we normally think of when we think of creativity. It's actually our ability to problem solve, to Mm. make something happen that isn't already there. That's looking outside of what exists to what could be. And that is important for every area. It's important for our jobs. It's important for the marketplace. It's important for our relationships, making those work well. It's important for our physical health, for us to find solutions. It's an important mindset to have. It's important for our emotional well-being because we cannot get inner healing without thinking creatively. And it's also important to us spiritually. Perhaps first and foremost, we need to believe we were created in the image of a creator who can do all things, who is filled to overflowing with infinite possibilities. And therefore, so are we. Mm, that's amazing. <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. No kidding. <laughs> you know, let's just even start with what you were saying with us being created. I keep thinking, too, that we are living new creations. When we come into Christ, we are a new creation. So, like, we're like this—we're originally a workmanship that God made, right? But now we're, like, walking in Christ. We're new. We're like this new piece of creativity. We don't know what we're going to ultimately be tomorrow, because this creative process in us keeps transforming us, keeps changing us, and sure, closer to the image of Christ, but also just new things we learn. You know, I'm just just thinking, I love what you said, Tina, because creativity is about so much more than just the arts. It's just this blossom of who we can be tomorrow or what we can do. It's just, it's cool. 
Yes, it's our fulfillment. It's potential. It is so many things. Just like Ephesians 2.10 says, you were created in Christ Jesus. That is that new creation process to do good works, which God, the creator, the ultimate creative, created in advance for us to do. So he's already made these works. He's already got this story for our lives all planned out. And the stories from our lives, those works that he's having us do, are spilling out into creation from us. He is an amazing, creative God. He is the ultimate artisan and the ultimate problem solver. And we need to remember that we're under the authority and the power of that as we exist and as we create. Very few of us realize that and live that way. We don't we don't recognize being under the authority of Christ means that we can tap into that authority and and we can call on God to enlist and release his spiritual warriors into our lives to help us battle those things that tend to obstruct any creativity, that tend to try to tear down not just our inner spirit, but our relationships and our lives and keep us trapped in a sense of despair. When we have at our fingertips, at our heart tips, we have access to the greatest creativity and the greatest warrior and the greatest fighter on our behalf in existence. Mm. Yes. And that is so powerful. And we are connected with God as life, as the source and the origin of life. And that is part of that creative process. It's the beginning of new living ideas, Mm. new living work, and new living words Mm. as well. And I was looking online about different things about creativity as as I knew we were going to talk about this. And I saw one quote that said, creativity is the act of turning new and imaginative ideas into reality. And when we connect that with what you were saying, Tina, about God and his workmanship in us and his good works that he prepared, he's the ultimate in imagination, right? Right. So he's got these works for us that are going to be reality. That's the thing. Like when we look at our lives and our stories and our books and we're just like, oh, how can that ever be? Well, Because creativity and God, he's turning these imaginative ideas into reality. He's the one that's working through us to do this. And his ideas are always great. (laughs) You know, if we would hang on to that truth that what he's working in us as people is going to be reality. And it's in a reality that we we can just barely grasp, you know, but I wish I want our listeners out there to hang on to that truth that because he's God, he's going to see it through and he's going to do it. We need to resist the temptation to believe that the things that are in front of us are greater than the God that is over us. And that's Mm -hmm. part of connecting with the ultimate creative resource, the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. If we don't connect with God and believe that he is able to fulfill what he created us for through us, then we're going to be missing the ultimate source of all of our creativity. Mm. You know, it's interesting. You remind me of uh, comments that I've heard from people where they say, well, God has forgiven me, but I can't forgive myself. And when I hear that, I, I really struggle because, and I've said this to the people who say it, 
then you're putting yourself above God. You're saying that your forgiveness needs more than God's forgiveness, that God's forgiveness isn't enough. You can't not forgive yourself if God has forgiven you. That that makes no sense at all because the creator of everything that exists has said to you, I accept you and I forgive you. What stature, what place do you have to say, well, that's nice, but I can't forgive myself yet. Yeah. You know, it's just like we have to see ourselves as we are in Christ, not as we are as clay as the brokenness, you know, the the scripture in Philippians 1, 6, where it says, he who began a good work in you, he began a good work, the work that he started in us, the creativity that he's putting into us, it's good from the get-go, and he will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. I I long for that day. I don't know about you guys. I'm ready for that day. (laughs) So you said something too, Tina, about how connecting with the Holy Spirit and entering into that process with the Holy Spirit is important. How, how do we do that? We need to allow the Holy Spirit to be in conversation with us. That means that we are praying and we are listening. And we are going to need to intentionally make time to be with God in a place where we're actually listening, not just speaking. Now, there's a process of brainstorming in God's presence that can happen where we're talking. But if you don't give yourself margin to listen, you won't be able to hear the Holy Spirit inspiring you and bringing new ideas. And again, of course, we know as creatives, you can't wait for inspiration to work. You're going to have to work every day regardless. But if you bring God to work with you by inviting him to be part of your thought processes and bouncing those ideas off of the Holy Spirit and asking him to just guide and direct your plots, guide and direct all of the content for your nonfiction work, whatever it is that you're working on. If God is breathing his words into it through you because you're allowing the Holy Spirit to breathe into you, you're listening, you're being receptive to him by praying in a listening attitude toward God, a Mm -hmm. surrendered attitude toward God, then those words will be so much more powerful. I like that. It it reminds me, too, of another thing that I read that said creativity involves two processes, thinking, then producing. And I think that thinking part is the listening part, you know, just listening to what God says and pondering it and meditating on it, not just, you know, going, okay, well, that's that's a surface thing, you know. God, God tells us so many things. Um, what is it, Jeremiah 33, 6, where God says, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and mighty things that you do not know. <laughs> okay, well, then we better listen. And and then if it really is a great and mighty thing, like he promises, we better be thinking about that too. We better be taking time to, to meditate. And I don't want that word to scare people. So just just to think on it, to chew on it in your brain. But I like what you said, Tina, where we have to put ourselves in that position where we have that time to be quiet and to listen and to to hear. That's That's got to be tough in this world today um, because there's so much input coming in. Well, and because we, we often... We let our brains 
settle into areas that maybe aren't all that helpful. We we let those inner voices get into our heart and our mind and our brains, and, and we struggle to really hear the voice. And some of that is spiritual. Some of it can be physiological. I know that I've been struggling the last several years with what feels like loss in capacity with the brain. I was telling Tina and Aaron before the podcast, I've been having tests done, a neuropsychologist, and and I just had an MRI done a couple of days ago to test and see if there were any problems in the actual brain. And not only did they find my brain, but after <laughs> the MRI, there is one in there. After the MRI, I contacted my neurologist and he said, yeah, your brain is normal which I communicated to everyone that I know and to which they all replied, yeah, no, no, it's never, <laughs> never been normal. But it was encouraging to know that there aren't indicators there of things like poor brain health or degenerative diseases. Wow, I don't know about you guys, but I think this has been a terrific conversation. And here's the good news. There's more to come. You'll get the rest of this conversation in the next podcast. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us today. You can find previous episodes and more resources at rightfromthedeep.com. And I bet you know someone who needs this podcast, so please share it with them. So until next time, embrace the deep. Your writing and your life will never be the same. Mm-hmm.